0: Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing blowcoat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by the King's Men and music by Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with New Sun in the Sky. <laughs> car owners are learning now, many of them for the first time. You can't just put your car away and forget about it. Like any piece of good machinery, you've got to keep it up to keep its value up. That goes for the battery, for the tires, and it goes for the finish, too. Smashed bugs and road scum will damage the finish of your car if they're not removed. Even the dirt accumulation and temperature changes in a garage or parking space will cause damage. So even if you're not driving your car very much these days, you'll still lengthen the life of the finish and keep it new looking if you clean and polish it with Johnson's Car New. I can tell you that's an easy job because Car New both cleans and polishes in one application, two jobs at once in quick time. Car New is a liquid. You apply it, let it dry, wipe it off. It does an amazing job of bringing back your car's original showroom shine. Then, if you want to give the finish added protection, apply a coat of Johnson's Auto Wax or the regular Johnson's Wax. But first, clean and polish the car with Johnson's Car New, spelled C A R N U. <laughs> Every man has his favorite dish. With the master, he thinks, of 79 Westville Vista, it's pot roast. And here in the living room, inhaling the luscious aroma wafting in from the kitchen, we find a man with an appetite and a woman with a genius for doing something about it, Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: Baby, does that smell good? How long before we eat, Molly?
2: Now, don't get impatient, dearie. It won't be long now. Ah, But I'm
1: starved. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse and chase the jockey.
2: (laughs) For goodness sakes, McGee, you had ham and eggs and two pieces of pie for lunch.
1: Well, I've been working. At what? Oh, different stuff. Took me three hours to fix that automatic pencil of mine.
2: (laughs) Well, no wonder you're famished, dearie. My goodness, fixing a pencil all afternoon. my
1: poor little fingers to the bone. Now,
2: look, do you think at your age you should exert yourself like that?
1: Or (laughs) quit (laughs) kidding.
2: But just relax, dearie. The pot roast is almost done. Seventeen minutes more. Seventeen? I cook by the clock, McGee. I believe in perfection in my cooking. Uh, I'll
1: say you do. You cook the best pot roast I ever looped a lip over.
2: <laughs>
1: if you ever hear any vicious gossip through the effect that I married you for your pot roast, it ain't vicious gossip. It's the ugly truth.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, dearie. Uh, say, uh, did you get that new crystal for your watch today?
1: Oh, I forgot. I-, I might walk down to Gilly's jewelry store right after dinner and get it. Are they open? I'll find out. Give me the phone. Thanks. Hello, Operator. Give me Gilly's Jewelry Store on 14th, just opposite Mert. Is that you?
3: Uh.
1: Ah, it's every little thing, Mert. It is, huh? Hey, we're having pot roast for dinner tonight, Mert. Yeah, what are you having?
2: Huh?
1: Oh. (laughs) Well, watch out for the bones.
2: What are they having for dinner, McGee? Her
1: her little sister's algebra teacher. (laughs) What say, Mert? Mert? That took a while Okay I'll
2: let it go Now <laughs> well,
1: let's eat, Molly
2: All right, McGee I'll take up the pot roast While you wash your hands Oh, my
1: hands are clean Go
2: wash your hands But, Molly, my hands are as clean McGee as the... Okay <laughs>
1: How's my shirt?
2: Good enough Besides, you haven't got time to change now.
1: Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Pot roast. <laughs> if there's anything I like better than pot roast, it's a second helping of pot roast.
2: I remember one time
1: when I was president of the PTA.
2: The what? <laughs>
1: oh, maybe I never told you. I worked in a pet shop once, and we had a lot of parrots that wouldn't talk. Yeah. So me and three or four other fellows started a business to teach parrots how to talk.
2: What'd you call it?
1: The Parrot Teachers Association.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, sir... Uh,
1: Oh, my gosh. Who's that?
2: I don't know, but I hope they don't stay long.
1: Well, if they do, they're going to have to talk to me over a bowl of hot gravy.
2: Well, now, listen. Don't ask them to eat with us. I only made enough pot roast for two. Okay. Come in.
1: Good day, Mr. McGee. Hello, McGee. Hello,
2: Mr. Mayor. Won't you come in and sit
1: down? Oh, maybe he hasn't got time to sit down, Molly. (laughs) Must be about his dinner time.
4: Oh, I'm in no hurry, McGee. Am I uh, interrupting your dinner by any chance?
1: (laughs) If you are, I hope it is by chance. (laughs) Because we only got barely enough for... McGee. uh, Enough for McGee. (laughs) What's on your mind, Latrivia? I can spare you a minute.
3: Oh,
4: nothing in particular, McGee. I just wanted your opinion on the new big bulletin board on the city hall steps.
2: What's that, Mr. Mayor?
4: Well, it's a huge poster affair, Mrs. McGee, upon which we post air raid information, rationing information, directions about enlistments, and that sort of thing.
1: Well, I think it's great. Well, it's nice you dropped
2: in, Latrivia. I'll be seeing you. Now, listen, Keith. <laughs> Don't be rude. Maybe the mayor wasn't through talking. Oh,
4: sure he was. No, I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I value the personal opinions of the citizens of Wistful Vista.
1: Uh, you wouldn't value mine right now.
2: <laughs> Must be a great help to a mayor to take sort of an informal poll of people's ideas, Mr. Mayor.
1: It is. It is
4: Indeed. I like to proceed cautiously with these things. I go by the old aphorism, a stitch in time saves nine. Nine what? Nine. Anything.
2: <laughs> now listen if you tore something Mr. Meer, I'll get needle and thread and fix it for you. No,
1: no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> no, it's just an old expression, a stitch in time saves nine. Well, that's pretty silly. How can you uh, How can you take a stitch in time? They making clocks out of cotton now, so you can see. I was merely <laughs> quoting an old saw, McGee, to the effect...
2: Oh, if but... you tore something on a saw, Mr. Mayor, it must be pretty bad. <laughs> Turn around and let me see. I didn't
1: tear anything, Mrs. McGee. Well, then what'd you come busting in here for, yelling for a needle and thread?
2: <laughs> if
1: you ain't the worst false alarm, Mister I it. didn't start yelling for a needle and thread, Mrs. McGee.
2: I never <laughs> yell. It isn't ladylike. And besides... That... I didn't say
4: you did yell, Mrs. McGee. I merely said... Stop a... arguing to... with my
3: wife. Now look here, McGee. I... <laughs>
4: My, something smells good.
2: (laughs) What is it? Heavenly days, my pot roast. Excuse me a minute, Mr. Mayor.
1: Oh, certainly, certainly. (laughs) Funny thing about the missus. (laughs) The minute she gets dinner ready, she wants to sit right down and eat. (laughs) And she loves pot roast. Oh, I don't blame her. So do I. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can take it or leave it myself. (laughs) Well, it's nice you dropped in, Latrivia. You got my okay on that bulletin board. What'd you do with your hat?
4: I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't wear a hat, McGee. Oh. <laughs> I like to walk in the open air bareheaded. Gives me an
1: appetite.
3: <laughs> does, eh? Certainly does.
1: Yeah, bet it does at that.
3: <laughs>
1: yes, indeed, really does. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bit
3: surprised. Yes, sir.
4: Gives me a great appetite. <laughs> you know how it is. A bachelor like me, eating out all the time, has to work up an appetite.
1: Well, that's the best way to do it. All right, all right. Brisk walk in the open air. <laughs> particularly at about this time of day.
2: <laughs> well, I'm
1: sorry you're in such a hurry, Latrivia, because...
2: McGee, why don't you ask the mayor to sit down? My huh? goodness, anybody think you're rushing him out.
4: Anybody but him would.
2: <laughs>
4: well, thank you, Mrs. McGee. I will sit down for
1: just a moment. Uh,
2: What's the matter, dearie? Oh, oh, nothing. <laughs>
1: well, what do you know, Latrivia?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, nothing new, McGee. <laughs> Say, I hope you're not
4: having guests for dinner. I wouldn't want to intrude, you know. Oh,
2: no, no, Mr. Bear. There's just McGee and me. And we usually eat in the kitchen when we're alone.
4: Oh, that's wonderful, Mrs. McGee. That's the way I like it, too. When I drop in on people unexpectedly and they suggest we have a pickup meal in the kitchen, I'm just delighted.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's pretty uncomfortable. Water's always dripping in the sink. (laughs) percolator bubbles so you can't hear yourself think or something. I like to put on a little dog when I eat
2: Oh, now, McGee McGee, what are you doing? I'm
1: just tightening my belt a little is all Oh, losing weight, McGee? I think I have, recently
0: <laughs>
1: Last few hours or so Well, don't rush away, La Trivia. Just because we were going to grab a bite to eat Don't mean Not you... a bit, McGee, not a bit No, you
4: go right ahead with what you were doing Forget I'm here
2: Now, we wouldn't think of it uh, Have you seen tonight's paper, uh, Mr. Mayor?
4: No, no, and I always do the crossword puzzle, too
1: Ah. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, have you got a pencil, McGee? Yeah, yeah, here. And be, and be careful with it. I spent all afternoon fixing it. <coughs> take it with you, Latrivia. Take the paper, too.
2: Excuse me a minute, Mr. Mayor. Uh, McGee, may I speak to you a minute? Huh?
1: Sure. sure. Uh, excuse me,
4: Latrivia. Of course, of course. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. What's an eight-letter word meaning a popular dinner
1: dish? Let me see. Eight letters. What does it begin with? Uh, P-O space R...
2: I know, pot
1: That's it. Oh.
2: (laughs) With the puzzle. No,
1: I've got quite a long way to go yet.
2: But ain't you getting kind of hungry, Latrivia?
1: Oh, I don't know. Are you?
2: Not a bit. How about you, McGee?
1: Me? Chuck's. <laughs> <laughs> I had ham and eggs and two pieces of pie for lunch. Why should I be hungry? I can go for hours yet.
3: Yes, yeah, so can
2: I. Well, here we are, aren't we? Sure are.
1: What's a nine-letter word meaning appetizing? Vertical or horizontal?
2: Well, what difference does it make? Well, it might
1: make a lot. Asparagus is horizontal, and artichokes are vertical, and they're both delicious. Ah, uh, Thank you very much. Now, let me see. Thirty-two vertical. Oh, now, Woody.
2: Come in. Oh, hello there, Mr. Old-timer. Hi there, daughter. Hello, Johnny. <laughs> you know Mayor Lecretti,
1: old Don't care for do. Pleased
5: to meet you, sonny Stranger in town?
4: Uh, Not exactly Uh,
5: He's the mayor, Mr. Oldtimer That so? About time we had a new mayor Got an awful stuff vest in the city hall now (laughs) Name's Latrivia
4: I am Latrivia
5: Any relation? (laughs) Look,
1: Oldtimer, this is that Latrivia He's our mayor
5: Congratulations, sonny Get in there and pitch can't do any worse than that, Latrivia
2: Please, Mr. Oldtimer, this gentleman is Mr. Latrivia
5: Can't be, daughter, Latrivia ain't a gentleman Hey, sonny, you look like a fellow I went to school with
4: You don't say I was Princeton, 27, and you?
5: Lockheed, 42 Uh, welding school Where are you working?
1: We just told you he's the mayor
5: Glad to hear it What ever become of Latrivia?
3: Nothing,
1: I'm still here
5: Oh, don't change the subject, young fella I was talking about Latrivia
2: But he is Mr. Latrivia
5: Same name as the mayor,
2: huh? (laughs) it. he is the mayor
5: Is that so? Small world, ain't it? (laughs) Hey, kid, sign this petition for me, will you? you?
2: Certainly Let me take that pencil, Mr. Mayor Mm. Uh, Thank you
5: Right at the bottom there, daughter That's it uh, you too, Johnny. Oh, okay. Right below. Yeah, I see. Oh, and you, Sonny. Uh, what was the name? The trivia. <laughs> Name's familiar. We met before someplace?
2: You just met him here two minutes ago.
1: I did?
5: <laughs>
1: Time sure drags, don't it? <laughs> you don't know the half of it. It's been so long since I ate, I think all my swallows have gone back to Capistrano. <laughs>
5: That's pretty good, Johnny. That ain't the way I heard it. Way I heard it. Hey, did you sign this petition, Sonny?
3: Yes,
4: I did. Much
5: obliged. Way I heard it. One feller says to tell See! <laughs> they say it's going to be kind of hard to get gas after July 15th. <laughs> That's great, says tell My radishes ought to be up by then. <laughs> Kid. I'll see you later Goodbye, Mr. Oldtimer oh, Just
4: a minute, sir That petition we just signed I didn't read it very carefully
5: Oh, we're going to impeach the mayor, Johnny <laughs> uh, A fellow named uh, Latrivia But I am mayor, uh, Latrivia Well, now, don't worry about it Common name Met three fellows named Latrivia In the last five minutes How's <laughs> wrong, uh, so kid? I'd have met you, uh, Mr., uh, Mr., uh... Latrivia
3: Another
2: one? Well, I've had some uh, silly conversations in my day, but that one wins the petty point in or two. Don't you think you'd better
1: trot down to City Hall and do something about that petition of trivia? Certainly not. I'm a great
4: deal more worried about you
1: two good people. I'm afraid I'm keeping you from your dinner.
2: Oh, nurse gave you that idea.
1: Yeah, just because we got the table all set and you smell a pot roast cooking on the stove and I'm beginning to feel faint and Molly keeps looking at the clock. You needn't jump to conclusions.
2: No, no. The longer a pot roast cooks, the better it is,
1: I always say. Oh, uh, it certainly smells delicious.
4: Very fond of pot roast myself, particularly when it's cooked at home. I think the sight of a well-browned pot roast with that delicately flavored gravy oozing out of it is one of the finest... Oh,
1: <laughs> don't you feel well? Dear,
2: dearie... Sit down a minute. Uh, I'll be all
1: right. Don't mind me. Do you think it's something you ate? Whatever
2: it is, it must be. It must be very painful the poor lad's got tears in his eyes. Use your handkerchief, darling. I
1: haven't got one on me. What's that up your sleeve there? That's my napkin, Snoopy.
0: (laughs) Hello, folks. What's cooking?
2: Pot roast, and hasn't it been a lovely day?
0: (laughs) Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Mr. Mayor. I'm sorry if I'm breaking in on a dinner party. Or is it a dinner party? Oh, on second thought, it's so late,
1: you must have all had dinner. That's two thoughts you've had today, mastermind. So don't push your
2: luck.
0: Hey, what are you so bad-tempered about, Fibber? Well, he
2: doesn't feel well, Mr. Wilcox. He feels kind of irritated.
0: What about, Fibber? What's your beef?
2: Pop <laughs> Or have I mentioned that?
4: I think McGee will be all right if we can only get him to eat something, Mr. Wilcox.
0: <clears throat> Maybe some crackers and milk, eh? Or some tea and toast. McGee.
2: Stop trembling. Oh,
1: I ain't trembling. I'm just quivering with happiness with everybody taking so much interest in me.
2: What do you want, anyway, Wilcox? Now, McGee, that's no way to talk to Mr. Wilcox. Uh... After all, he represents the sponsor. And if it wasn't for the sponsor, you wouldn't be eating. What am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to make allowances for him today, Mr. Wilcox.
0: Sure, sure. Everybody feels like that on occasion. I met a fellow today who was snapping everybody's head off. He must have been even hungrier than I am. What did you say, McGee?
2: He's just talking to himself. What was the matter with your irritable friend, Mr. Wilcox?
0: Well, it's a funny thing. He was subconsciously annoyed by the dull and dingy looks of his car. I showed him how easy it was to bring back that showroom shine with some Johnson's car new. How it cleans and polishes in one easy operation in practically no time at all. And when he got through car newing that automobile, he was the cheerfullest, happiest fellow you could ever hope to meet. Gay as a grig, so delighted with that gleaming finish and the simplicity of the whole car new operation he insisted on taking me out to lunch. Ah, oh,
1: lunch. Why doesn't everybody go away and leave me to my memories?
0: Say, it was some lunch, too. Ice-cold jellied consomme, crisp lettuce salad, a golden brown light and fluffy mushroom omelet. Hey. Oh, yes. hey, Grabby him, He's fainting. I've got him. I got Somebody
2: him. run and get a glass of pot rolls. <laughs> I mean, water. Hey.
0: I'll dash down to the corner. There's a doctor down there. I
2: don't want
3: a doctor.
0: I know it, but I promised him a car new demonstration today. See you later.
4: <laughs> What's the matter with you, McGee? Every time anybody mentions food, you turn pale.
1: I think
2: he's a little faint from loss of hunger, Mr. Mayers. Oh,
1: I'm all right. I think maybe I better run up and go to bed. Can you sleep on an empty stomach?
2: He sleeps on his side.
1: <laughs> I can go to sleep, all right. All I got to do is just start counting politicians jumping over a pot roast.
2: That'll <laughs> always get. Come in, Mrs. Uppington. Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. McGee.
1: Hi, Eppy.
2: Good day,
4: Mrs. Uppington.
2: Well, a trivia. What a delightful surprise! I didn't know the McGees were having a guest for dinner. Ah, uh, a, a, a lovely evening, isn't it? No, oh, won't you sit down, Abigail? Oh, thank you, no, my dear. I uh, I just stopped in to see if you and Mister McGee had any plans for dinner this evening. Yeah, we
1: had plans, all right. Anyway, I did. But as the poet says, there's many a slip twixt the skillet and the gullet.
4: <laughs> I don't think McGee feels much like eating this evening, Missus Uppington. The very mention of
1: food seems to upset him.
2: Yes, the poor lad. I think he has a touch of oral humidity. Good him.
1: Oral humidity. What is that? Uh, my mouth waters.
2: <laughs> Why'd you ask, Uppy? Oh, well, I was eating alone tonight, and my cook has prepared a simply delicious brasse, and I had rather hoped you would be able to join me. Oh, informally, of course. Well, thanks, Abigail, but I don't believe we'll be able to. It was nice of you to think of us. Yeah, now.
1: I ain't much for those French dishes anyway, Uppy. <laughs> I'm strictly a eat in the kitchen and holler for more ketchup guy myself. <laughs> If I didn't feel that I was deserting McGee when
4: he doesn't feel well, Mrs. Uppington, I'd accept your invitation myself.
2: Uh, Well, I'm terribly sorry about it, Miss McGee. Perhaps some other time.
1: Okay, if I live. (laughs) I think I got a bad case of malnutrition. My tummy is so wrinkled, you could grab me by the head and feet and play me like an accordion.
2: (laughs) Why, I wouldn't think of doing such a thing. But you know, I was so sure that you particularly, Mr. McGee, would enjoy a bit of this brasse. Oh, I don't think so, Abigail. He usually shies away from those foreign specialties. As he says, he's just a Yankee doodle for a bean and a noodle. Okay. <laughs> well, some other time, perhaps.
5: Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye, Goodbye
2: Abigail. <laughs> like to have gone over there, dearie, but everything's always so fancy. Yeah, you know I
1: always feel that I ought to be eating my olives with gloves on over there. <laughs> hey, Latrivia, yes? you're an educated guy. What was this uh, book Brassy her cook dreamed up? You don't know?
2: No, what is
0: it? Puff roast. Oh. The King's men sing the Bombardier song.
3: Said the bombardier to the pilot, give
0: us a little
3: ride. The pilot said to the navigator, won't you slide inside? The navigator, he looked around and said to the engineer, your hands are dirty, your pants are dirty, you're dirty behind the ear. Said the bombardier to the gunner, how are we fixed for lead? The pilot said to the radio man, how's the weather ahead? Give us the pretty crate, and five degrees to the right, we'll make it just as sure as fate. The ship belonged to the bombardier who opened his little bay. He saw the target, the enemy target, and suddenly...
1: Look, Latrivia, if you'd left when Wilcox did, he might have given you a lift in his car.
4: I wouldn't think of leaving till I'm sure you'll be all right, McGee. Oh,
2: he'll be all right, Mr. Mayor. I think I'll put him right to bed. With no dinner? Oh, phooey on
1: dinner. I think it does people good to skip a meal now and then. Good night's sleep is just as valuable. Not to me. I've got to have my dinner. But if you're going to bed, I guess I'd better be going to a restaurant someplace.
2: Well, it's nice you dropped in, Mr. Mayor.
1: Yeah, we're sorry we're not going with you, Latrivia. I get awful hungry for a good restaurant-cooked meal now and then.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Don't be silly, McGee. I smelled that pot roast.
2: What pot roast? Oh, that pot roast. Well, that's for lunch tomorrow. Well, good night, Mr. Mayor. Good night.
1: Good night, McGee. Yeah, good night, Latrivia. Oh, boy. Now for that pot roast. I thought that guy would never go home. Looks like
2: we'd have to start taking our meals behind locked doors, dearie. Well, come
1: on. I got just enough strength left to lift the first mouthful of pot roast. And then when I... Hey,
2: gee, huh? look at my pot roast is ruined. Huh? It's all cooked away. Let's see. Oh, oh my gosh.
1: Oh, my, oh, my. Oh, looks like a retread on a retread. <laughs> Oh, on, that was trivia anyway. He's responsible for this. Next time I'm oh, never I'm...
2: mind, Matt McGee. Get your hat. we got to go out and eat. Now. Huh? Come on. Oh, come on. okay.
1: Well, let's go someplace where they got pot roast. All right. I've been all puckered up for pot roast for three days. Come on, Molly. Let's hurry.
2: Oh, my, my. I hope we can get a table right away, McGee. I'm starved. You're starved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gee, who is? I can even eat spinach. <laughs> Hey, sis, can we get a
2: table? I think so, sir. I have one right over here. This way, please. Thank you, dearie. You know, I almost felt sorry for Mayor Latrivia McGee. <laughs> I wish we'd asked him to eat with us.
1: Not me. The way that wolf moved in on us, I wouldn't split a pee with him.
2: Here you are, sir, and here's the menu.
1: Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Let me study this a minute.
2: McGee, will huh? you look? The specialty for today. Where? At the top of the page there. Pot Ah, <laughs>
1: baby. This is my lucky day.
2: Sure. Hey, sis.
1: Bring me a double order of that pot roast. How about you, Molly?
2: No, just a bowl of soup and some green salad. Uh, okay. Yes, madam, but I'm afraid I have bad news for you, sir. Huh? The pot roast is all gone. I, um, I just served the last portion of it to that gentleman over there. <laughs> Where? The gentleman with his back towards you at the next table. Oh, oh
1: well, we can't have everything. Uh, hey, bud, how's the pot roast? Excellent, excellent. In fact,
5: oh, hello, McGee. In the a
1: trivia! T- what?
0: You've already noticed that I like to talk about wax. Well, it has so many uses that if I talked about a different one every week, I could go on for several years without repeating myself. But what interests me today is, what is the real purpose of wax? The number one reason for using it on your floors, furniture, and woodwork. That reason is protection. When you apply a coat of genuine Johnson's wax, paste, or liquid to any surface, you are really protecting that surface against dirt and wear, adding to its life. That makes wax a very useful item today when one of our jobs is to conserve and make our things last. Now, of course, protection is not wax's only contribution. It does save you many hours of housework, and it does add rich, mellow beauty to your entire home. But you can count these as extra dividends. You'll get more than your money's worth just from the protection the genuine Johnson's Wax, paste or liquid, gives to your floors, furniture, and woodwork.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the Navy wants and needs 30,000 pilots a year to be trained on a 12-month program of flight training. The requirements are simple. They want young men between 18 and 27, high school graduates, who have been American citizens for at least 10 years. All those successfully completing the course will be commissioned as ensign with pay and allowances of over $200 a month.
2: Yes, it's a wonderful and thrilling opportunity for young men to find a new glory under old glory.
1: Join the Navy and see the world made into a decent place for free people to live in. Good night.
2: Good night, all.
0: River McGee and Molly programs are short waves each week to our armed forces throughout the world. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This program has reached you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company.
5: Say goodbye